Welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude Goose, aka Bull Scripted. We are here after a 108 99 Chicago Bulls victory. Yes, I was wrong. I don't need you in my mentions telling me that. 108 99 victory over the Detroit Pistons in Detroit. Little house cleaning. Be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us at ontap sportsnet, at Bulls on Tap, following Goose at Bull Scripted, and following me at Buzz on Tap. Got a little ad read. I like doing ad reads. Ad reads are cool and tough. Be sure to check out the Thrive Fantasy app. It's a cool and tough new DFS app for prop bets. Use the promo code ONTAP and once you deposit your first $10, Thrive will give you an additional $10. So grab a beer. Oh, my God. And crack them and enjoy a more convenient way to play DFS. (laughs) That was cool. Got everybody down here smiling. We're having a party tonight because the Bulls won and I'm going to Disney World so I have all my boys over just in case I die on the plane. Goose, how you doing? <laughs> um, I'm doing all right. Kind of unsure how I feel about a win. Was kind of in that middle ground where wasn't sure if I wanted wins anymore. So, I, I don't know how I feel about it tonight. Well, it's always cool to beat um, you know, a divisional opponent. It's cool and tough. But again, the, the Bulls. And we got a sweep. Cool. Yeah, we got a sweep. We we swept him. I broke out the broom. I smacked a Detroit fan with it, and I feel good about myself. Um, but you know, I don't know, man. I after last night, how we lost, and they almost blew the game today. I mean, they let Detroit back in it a couple times, even after Drummond got uh, ejected for throwing the ball at the back of Gafford's head, which Dick moved, by the way. You know, I'd be mad if I was sleeping with the blonde girl from iCarly too. But I just. <laughs> I made myself laugh because I'm funny. Um, you know, I, I thought that they could have done a lot better. But, hey, we picked up a dub. Dubs are important. Um, you know, and, and we had a couple of our star players look good tonight, which was nice. Lowry Markinen finished plus in the plus minus, so that gave me a chub immediately. Zach Levine did very, you know, did well tonight. You know, didn't shoot well from distance. He was one for nine, but hit all of his free throws, eight for 21. He finished with 25 points, six assists, and four boards. Also added two blocks and a steal to that. Um, and then your boy, your favorite Bulls player, Luke Cornett, came out tonight and just shit on everybody. I want to get your opinion on that before we go any further. He shit on everybody for the first five shots, and then after that it was kind of all... You watch your mouth when you're talking about Luke Cornett. Yeah, all right, sorry. Okay. <laughs> all right. He's he's one number short of being Kirk Heinrich. So um, did you just say he's one number short of being? Kirk yeah, Heinrich? he's Is that what you he's said number to he's number two. If you added one to that two, it would be twelve, and that would be Kirk Heinrich. Kirk Heinrich's know? a goddamn national treasure. Uh, okay, but, I mean, I guess technically, <laughs> if you if you flip Archie's jersey upside down, fifty one is twelve. I'm gonna punch you in the face if you do that again. I don't know, man. <laughs> I was just telling Nani about that. He's down here hanging out with us in the Buzz Cave. But I was just telling Nani I hate when people compare Ryan Archie Diacono to Kirk Heinrich. It literally hurts me. It hurts me physically. I know. Archie's got much better hair and plays much grittier. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm done with this conversation. So what did you think about Luke Cornett? Oh, I thought, you know, he brought something that we 
didn't have the other night or that we haven't seen from Luke Cornett since probably preseason. So it was nice to get some contributions from players that they weren't expected from and ultimately ended up being the difference tonight. I mean, those first five buckets that he made, five for five, two threes, uh, we saw some, this is what Lowry's supposed to be doing comments. And I, I found it interesting that the ball was finding Cornette more than it finds Lowry. Like, how is how you can find this guy, but you can't find that guy? It's, I it, it, I, again, that's a great point that you bring up because, to me, it, it's kind of funny you mentioned that. So in 28 minutes, Lowry gets 11 shot attempts. In 25, Luke Cornette's getting 13 shot attempts, and they're all pretty much good looks. And granted, people disrespect Luke Cornette a little bit more than Lowry, even though right. Lowry doesn't get nearly as much respect on the perimeter as he should, which, fine, leave him open, please. But, um, yeah, that's that's a no-no. There is no way that Luke Cornette should ever have more field goal attempts than Lowry Markman. Well, it, it turned out to be a positive tonight. <laughs> that's not a formula I'd like to see going. No, no, it's definitely not. We don't want to see that going forward. But, you know, this is the kind of game that we were hoping to get from, um, you know, from Lowry Markkinen. But it's nice that having to step up, Luke Cornett did. And he played some pretty good interior defense tonight, which was pretty cool to see. Didn't back down from Andre Drummond, which was cool when he had to go, you know, when he was checking him. And he had a couple of good, uh, you know, rebounds i know that he only had one offensive rebound but i mean his defensive rebounds he's fighting for that ball and he made some things happen i think he made the most out of his playing opportunity tonight and i i give kudos to him for it definitely a good bounce back game for gafford and the way that he handled that uh drummond situation was boss Boss status. You know what, dude? That was bullshit. At first, like I tweeted about it immediately because I saw that, like, you know, it pops up the graphic on the screen, right? Daniel Gafford, technical foul. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I'm like, how come? Like, he just got the ball whipped at the back of his head. It's bullshit. And then they finally, you know, went forward with it and they reviewed it and they, you know, they got Drummond out of the game. But what I had not noticed before, you know, like I said, we're eating some pizza down here, cracking some beers. I didn't notice the play where Drummond smacked Gafford dead in the face. Yeah, that was the possession right before. Right. He didn't, uh, Gafford didn't even end up making it down the floor for the defensive possession. Uh, ultimately, stayed camped down there and then posted up on Drummond and gave it to him and let him hear it because he smacked him in the face. So Gafford smacked him in the face with his play. And then uh, Drummond chucked the ball at the back of his head and Gafford didn't even turn around. He just kept walking. Right, right. <laughs> like a badass. Taunted, taunted a two-time All-Star into getting ejected in his second game as an NBA starter. Boss status. 100%. This was the DG. This was the Bigs game. It was the DG game and uh, and the Luke Cornett game, which just makes me laugh saying that. But I give DG a bunch of credit. That was, uh, you know, I think that he is um, polished beyond his years. Obviously, I, you know, maybe uh, mentally. Playing-wise, he can get a lot better. You and I both know that. But I think he's one of those players that can get a lot better and that will get a lot better. And games like tonight that build confidence like that for a young player are second to none. Um, you know, he might have been minus 12 in the box score, but he, he was very effective tonight. He did foul out after 23 minutes, but he was 7 for 9 from the field. He had 7 boards, 14 points. He had a block, um, you know, a steal. 
did have uh, three turnovers, but I liked what I saw out of him, especially going up against an all-star center and then drawing that all-star center to get ejected from the game. That's huge. That's just huge, man. Um, Archie got a lot of rope tonight, which is funny because he's been DNP'd quite a few times in the last couple weeks. Uh, I he, thought that he, I thought he played pretty well. Line, I think it wasn't necessarily coach's decision. Jim could never do that to his son, but <laughs> he, he had an injury, so there was a reason. Um, no, yeah, I mean, he did hit two big threes tonight, though. I got to give credit where it's due with Archie. He took two big charges as well, so that's a double-double in Archie's book. Um, you know, I, I can't really hate on Archie too much tonight outside of that one layup that he kind of just completely looked at and created a turnover instead. I don't know. Um, outside of that, I don't know. I can't hate on Archie tonight. I still don't know why he's playing over Denzel Valentine, but in regards to tonight's game, I That's think because he... Denzel's in the doghouse, bro. I don't know whose Cheerios he pissed in, whose wife he slept with, who he's got pictures of, but there's no reason that kid should not be sniffing any rotational minutes. I don't know what, what Jim has against him, but it, it's got to be pretty bad because, it, yeah, granted, he might have fucked up what was that, like three, four games ago, he fucked up a little bit on a defensive rotation that he was taking some ill-advised shots, but to completely shun him out of the lineup when he brings three-point shooting, I think that's pretty fu- I, I That's a bad coaching move, but again, we're talking about Jim Boylan. He's, I mean, the dude, I mean, see him on my TV, he's a dick with ears. I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, Denzel still needs some seasoning, apparently, and it appears that he's right. also not going to get that seasoning in Chicago. It's probably going to have to come elsewhere i wonder if we see him get traded i i i don't know i don't know how you trade a guy for anything of value when you're not letting him play you're pretty much telling this guy sucks he's immature he doesn't know what he's doing he's just a chucker who yeah can hit three pointers so give us a call (laughs) yeah for sure for sure (laughs) that oh man that shit that i don't know why it makes me laugh uh what did you think about kobe white tonight uh, he he might have shut up the naysayers that he can't pass the ball with his four assists, um, but you know he d- didn't shoot particularly well. He was three for eight tonight for eight points, but he did a couple little things. You know, he had a steal, he had four assists, three boards, uh, turned the ball over twice in 21 minutes. I thought he looked pretty good within the flow of the offense, besides his shot not falling, but he's trying to get people involved. What did you think about him? I think I'll take an off shooting night if you're going to show. Some playmaking development, which I feel we did see tonight. It's probably at least two of those four assists that are pretty vivid in my mind to where um, they're noticeable. Saw a couple offhand passes, just swinging the ball that, you know, it's... You can't harp on them one game for scoring too much and not passing. Right. And and be upset when he has an off-shooting night. But but, he playmakes. Exactly. Right. So uh, we're, we're going to stick with the positives with Kobe White, who is a 19-year-old, and we'll, we'll give it to him. It's it's nice to see strides in the right direction of not only being able to create his own shot and be that spark off the bench, but maybe showing some signs of being a potential point guard for this team. Absolutely. Uh, another thing I want to get into is Chris Dunn. Maybe a little bit of off-shooting night, 4 for 9, 1 for 4 from downtown. He did hit a three-pointer, though. 
He was plus 13 in the plus minus. He was uh, second best on the team to none other than Luke Cornett, who was a plus 20. But nine points for Dunn, two assists, two steals, six boards. Pretty good Chris Dunn game, I think. Played some pretty good defense and helped lead the team to a victory. What do you think? Chris was Chris. You know, he didn't have a great shooting night. Basically, that was a segue for you. Because you have been just getting fucking, not, I don't want to say reamed, but people are in your mentions about Dunn constantly. I mean, dude, like, it's exhausting. Like, it's not even my Twitter account, and it's exhausting for me to read all of it. Like, that's what happens when you never left Dunn Island and you think there's still untapped potential there when Chris Dunn's apparently 46 years old and fully incapable of improving his jump shot at this point in his career. So, uh, I think Chris Dunn's a valuable player. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Bulls trade him and get some value for him going into an offseason where free agency is going to be a little scarce. Chris Dunn might pull an offer that's a little bit too much money, and the Bulls might not want to match it. So if that's the case, you got to try to recycle your assets and get something for him. So I like Katie. I know there's some people who will be glad to see him on a different team. I'd like to see him with the team next year. I think he brings things to the table that uh, you need on a team. And he has elite skills. That's not something that you can say about most players in the league. So keep coming in my mentions. We can keep talking about it. But just know you're wrong. No, MGK line right there. Let's talk about it. I like it. MGK or Eminem, Goose? Is that even a legitimate question? I don't know. I've been drinking. Um, I'm sorry, man. You know know how I get down. I I like to drink on the weekends. And I'm getting ready to go to Disney, so I'm with I'm with all the boys right now. So we'd be we'd be drinking a lot and watching sports, and then you know just talking a bunch of shit. But uh, one thing I want to, two things I want to touch on before we leave. I I do want to get in depth about the Drummond's um or ejection and what you really thought about it uh, out of his point of view and Derrick Rose tonight before we leave this game and move into the next. So what did you think about the Drummond? Uh, Drummond ejection, and uh, do you think it was warranted? Because a lot of people didn't think it was warranted. I mean, I think you could let it slide, but at the same time, if you're a veteran player and you think it's, you can't, he couldn't even play it off like, oh, dude, I was just throwing the ball, blah 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 blah. Like he nailed him smack dab in the back of the head, right? Which is exactly what he was aiming at. Um. I don't know. I guess if this game maybe meant more to either team, I'd say that it was unwarranted. But the fact that Pistons were kind of getting their ass kicked, they've been really soft in terms of ejection. So it it didn't surprise me. I don't have to agree with it. Right, right. I feel you on that. And then what did you think about Derrick Rose's 7-for-11 performance in 29 minutes, 2-for-3 from downtown, 20 points, four turnovers, but he did have seven assists and two boards. Derrick Rose has just been fantastic this year. And I know you're a huge Rose fan, just like I am. And I, I think, you know, he is one player that I will always root for no matter what. Cause you know me, I'm so, I'm so like bullshit diehard Chicago. I can give two fucks about your Luka Doncic's of the world or your Giannis's of the world. I don't give a fuck about any of them. I'm not going to root for him. I don't care if you're not a bull. I don't care. Um, about personal accolades or anything like that. But Derrick Rose is a, an exception to that rule. Um, 
not only is he from the city that I was born in, you know, born and raised in or whatever, but he is, you know, my, he's my favorite NBA player. Uh, what did you think about his game tonight and just him in general? Uh, watching Derrick Rose is always a treat. You know, there was kind of a scary moment there when he went back to the locker room and he didn't know what was going on. Anytime Derrick goes back to a locker room while a basketball game is still being played, you don't you like get it, right? Concerned. But no, I mean, he's still got his burst. I do think Archie had a solid contest on him, as well as Cornette, that led to two out of his four missed field goals. Um, and when I see those kinds of things, I can't help but laugh because that's Derrick Rose getting stopped by Brian Archie Diacono or Luke Cornette. Yikes. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, Derrick's Derrick. He uh, hit that half-court shot in the, in between, you know, a dead ball. And it was kind of just like, you know, was Sato really worth it? I think Sato fits better with Zach, but at the same time, Zach and Derek in the same backcourt. That would uh, that would be interesting. That would be cool and tough for sure. I, 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 man, I just miss him. And I love watching him play. And uh, I always will. He's Like I said, he's one guy that I cheer for, that I'll get up for uh, on the opposing team and clap and scream until I can't clap and scream anymore. I'm his big Derek Rose guy. So it was great seeing him uh, tonight and, you know, trying to do his thing. But unfortunately for him and the Pistons, we swept them this year. And if you get swept by the Bulls, you're probably a pretty lame and weak organization and team at that point in time um but hey we'll take that win we'll take that bulls win and we're going to move on to the next monday january 13th 6 30 p.m central time start i will be in the most magical place on earth is what i hear about is disney but i will have my portable mic and my laptop with me man so we're gonna be able to record after the game or a little bit after it i'm an hour before you so this starts at 5 30 for me when i'm on the east coast on vacation, but the Bulls play the Celtics. Uh, Celtics beat the shit out of us last time we saw them. And on ESPN's matchup predictor, it's 81.5% chance the Celtics wipe the floor with the Bulls with an 18.5% chance the Bulls win this game. Uh, what do you need the Bulls to do to win against Boston, or do you think that's just kind of a stupid conversation to be having right now, especially with all the injuries they're facing? I think Wendell and Otto Porter need to take their boots off and play 32 minutes. And then maybe we have a chance. And since there's no shot in hell of that happening, um, might as well just hold this L. So you're you're saying that that ESPN matchup predictor is pretty much square on. I'd I'd that, say it might even be a little generous. Oh shit! Unless <laughs> Zach like unless Zach and Lowry go off in the same game, we're pretty much f in the a. <laughs> yep. And if that happens, nobody else will have a solid game, and we'll still lose because that's how things have gone this season. That's so, 100% right. That's 100% true. So, you know, maybe Boston will rest everybody, but Indy's done that twice and came out with two Ws. Yeah, uh, the sure. only team who hasn't been able to get away with that was the Clippers. That's our only win against a 500-plus team. I was at that game, and Kawhi didn't play. That kind of sucked. But, hey, it was it was still a fun time, though. I mean, we won that game barely, but it was still fun as hell. But, yeah, if, uh, that, that, is that all you got, man? You got anything that's... else to add tonight? That's really all I got. I all right, so are you going to leave your house so, now to come here and hang out and drink, or are you just going to... We'll no, talk, if we'll I'm leaving my house, to, we're going to have to chalk it up for another time. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. 
All right, man. Everybody be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at ontapsportsnet, at bullsontap. Following Goose at bullscripted. Following me at buzzontap. We'll be back Monday. I'll be in Florida in Disney World featuring Goofy on the podcast. I can't confirm that. But that'd be pretty fucking cool and tough. But we'll be we'll be back Monday after the game of the portable mic from the Grand Floridian. I think I'm staying. At. I don't know what the fuck that is. Never been to Florida, but we'll check it out. We'll be back at the after the Boston Celtics Chicago Bulls game. Let's go Bulls! Chicago, Chicago.